Welcome everyone to the Waiver Wired Podcast. It is Super Bowl 56. It's finally here. It's finally the week. I'm your host, Jen Piacenti. Joining me as always, my partner in crime and my producer, Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie, happy Super Bowl week to you. Uh, happy Super Week to you too, Jen. It's finally here. I uh, officially bought in on Super Bowl fever. I, I'm I'm fully uh, encapsulated by it. I think obviously us living in the city of Los Angeles, where we still see more so than other places outside of probably Cincinnati. Just in time, nice little heat, mini winter heat wave we got going on here. So the weather is great. Um, it's it's almost unfair that we have to wait two full weeks for the game. So I, I understand giving them a week. You know, we'll, we'll an extra week. We'll focus on I'll let the Pro Bowl happen, which I don't think anyone watched. Watched. But now it's Wednesday, you know, we're recording this. We still have a few days left. And I'm like, man, I wish the game was like tonight. Like I'm ready to go. Like I, I, it's, it's almost too long now. It's funny you say that because I feel like I'm in a party mode today. Now, part of it is like, you know, normally for the podcast, I try to, you know, do my hair or something. But as Eddie mentioned, it's like 90 degrees right now in Hollywood. And like uh, we were doing some broadcasts with Sports Illustrated from Radio Row and there were technical things and all this. And at this point of the day, I'm like, I'm done. Like it's a cap, it's a ball cap, extra points cap. By the way, if you like this extra points cap, uh, some of you got gold ones and uh, I'm jealous because I think my window is closed, but we have a new contest called Cash or Splash. And um, if you haven't heard of the Cash or Splash contest, you're definitely going to want to play with us as long as you're pretty sure you're not going to come in last. Because if you come in last, the consequences are not good. If you come in first, you win like a thousand bucks. You come in last, you have to drink Harry's Brothers Scott's bathwater. And Scott, uh, Scott Gagnon, uh, a lovely fellow we've I've met in the past. <laughs> He is an onion farmer in upstate New York. So this this guy is one with the dirt. And uh, I saw pictures in a live video of that bathtub. And I'm not sure if that bathtub will ever be the same. It's it's quite dirty. Uh, and, Jen, we can start off with this. In honor of, two of uh, Jack S. Forever coming out, I know Johnny Knoxville is good pals with uh, with Sal. And Sal's asking this question to Dave and, and Martin on uh, Extra Points uh, that aired today. And they said, would you, for the dollar amount that you would win, would you just drink the bath water anyway to win the thousand dollars, the thousand fifty six dollars? Would you drink like an eight ounce glass of it? And I was like, I'd probably if you came to me with like five hundred cash, I'd probably just do it because in my head, I'm thinking, well, you know, Scott's healthy enough to be outside farming. So, uh, whoa, whoa, you know, he's, whoa, 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 and if it's whoa, just, whoa. it's just dirt and a little bit of sweat. I would probably just it's hold my like, nose, chug the eight ounces and I get the, dirt, you know, I get the money. Dirt and a little bit of sweat from water. He has sat in. Think about that, Eddie. It's not just dirt and sweat. There's fecal matter. I, I mean, yeah. there are disgust. There is no free. You could know it is not worth a thousand and fifty six dollars. And I'm going to talk right now to Sal about giving you a raise, because if you would do it for five hundred dollars, <laughs> I am really concerned. Um, uh, we we got to get you paid better. I, we'll unionize. Uh, we'll all get gold <laughs> extra points caps. Pay Eddie. Eddie needs a bonus. No, no, no. Don't do it, Eddie. Please don't do it. I uh, I do appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, I, I just guess I was thinking there's there's grosser things to do. And 
if it's a large portion of it is just dirt. I mean, I was a I was a kid. I probably had dirt in my mouth a bunch of times. It's like I could probably do it for for the money. Uh, but uh, maybe now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, the, I the fecal like, matter like, isn't great. You an OnlyFans, uh, anything, <laughs> anything to help you not drink Scott's bathwater. First of all, you won't have to because you're an amazing wagerer. Actually, you're one of the best on the network according Thank to you. our official record. Right, 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 right. Um, but I it, it and that you know. We are also an excellent fantasy team so far postseason. We're in the shot. We should actually visit that, right? So if you've been keeping track, Extra Points Podcast Network has been competing in a postseason fantasy football league because we we can't stop playing. We're all degenerates. Oh, oh wait, we got something. Yeah. A Twitch comment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, thanks. His ball sweat, hair, and cheese from football. Yeah, I, I guess yeah, I guess there are more things, but uh, yeah, uh-uh. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh-uh. wrong. I'm trying to think of what the dollar amount would be that I would do it. An Martin said, class, like Martin said 20. Class? Yeah. An eight ounce guys, full cup. Martin said, I think 20 K. And then Sal said, what if I came with a briefcase with nine grand? And I was like, shoot, nine grand. I mean, I'm, I'm chugging, I'm chugging that. No problem. No way. Nine grand. All you have to do is bet on Evan McPherson to be MVP. That's true. <laughs> <that's your laughs> five field like, goals. You're going to win that. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. Like, no way. No, I'm, I'm thinking it would have to be like life changing money. Wow. Like I need to be able to buy uh, a Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> uh, I want like, I want like major money to drink Scott's bathwater and to the point that I may not even play this game because if I lose, I really don't want to have to be chugging this live on the air because then I'm going to look really ridiculous because not only am I going to be the loser chugging it, I'm going to be a broke loser chugging it when I could have taken the financial offer. This just isn't working out well for me. It's, so it's far. bad. It's um, bad. So anyway, our, our, fan, our fantasy team. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Our fantasy team, which is not disgusting at all. Uh, we are behind by just about five points out of first right now. Toby Mergler and the um, other Covered oh, in Grant, Glory podcast. Sorry, Grant I almost called yeah. it against Oz. The Covered in Glory podcast is in first place. So that's the other football podcast. Um they they are in first place. And the difference that we have going into this. Super Bowl is that we are rostering Joe Mixon. They are rostering Jamar Chase and they have a five point lead. Now, at first, I was kind of uncomfortable about this, but the closer we get to the game, Eddie, the more I think we, we might be able to pull this off. I, like I said last week, I, number one, I think Mixon and Sal saying this too on uh, extra points that Mixon had a great regular season and, it, and he's going to have one of these games. He's going to have a pretty good uh, uh, game in the playoffs. And I think this could be the one. And I also think I, I just don't see a scenario where McVay and and they're the, the defense of the Rams is like, yeah, sure. We're going to let Jamar Chase beat us. Like you have Jalen Ramsey, you have a premier right. corner. So it's either he's going to get Ramsey one-on-one or, they'll probably double chase and put Ramsey on maybe Higgins or something that they will scheme something to not let him beat him. Like, yes, he will get his catches for sure. The same way Cooper cup will get his catches and Oda Beckham will get his catches. But I, I still think that if you had a bet on one of them having the quote unquote better game, I think it's mixing. Yeah, I kind of did too. I mean, I was looking at the, uh, the way the Rams have played running backs in the postseason. They've only allowed like 44 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs. However, 
a 72.6% catch rate Mm -hmm. and 47.6 receiving yards per game to opposing running backs. So we know Joe Mixon can be just as useful in there. In fact, we're going to talk about a lot of player props today. One player prop I like for Joe Mixon is the over on his 25 and a half receiving yards, which he has exceeded in every postseason game this year. And it looks like it's set up to go the same way, especially if you think that potentially the Bengals could be playing from behind as the sports books have the Rams favored. We'll see. We'll talk more about that as well. But the other thing is though Rams have only allowed 44 rushing yards per game on average in the postseason. They've allowed three rushing touchdowns. So that's an average of one per game. Now, not there wasn't one last week. It was like a two and a one, but still, you know, I think Joe Mixon could have a good game here. So that's my hope. I've, I've got my fingers crossed. And I do think it's possible that Jamar Chase has been limited. I mean, we've seen him have games where he has been able to be limited. You know, we have a 54-yard game, a three-yard game in, in week one, a, 50, a 39-yard game in week 12, a 32-yard game in week 11, to the point that during those weeks, you finally got value on taking him for, uh, you know, offensive uh, for rookie of the year. Um, so I think it's possible to limit chase. And of course the danger is for the Rams, that's just going to let loose T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon. So yeah, I'm hopeful for us. I think we can still pull it off. We do need Joe Mixon to have a good game. So we are pro Joe Mixon on this podcast, uh, for purposes of winning our fantasy league. I, I, I'm with you. I think Joe Mixon going to probably have a good game, and I think he'll get more involved. And I said last week, I, especially in the screen game, a couple passes went to P. Ryan, I believe, last week. So I, I think it's it's Mixon will do do some damage. I think when you're focused on stopping the the three receivers, it looks like C.J. Uzama may play. He said he's not going to miss the biggest game of his career. They're kind of slept on the on the ground game and and what Mixon can do out of the backfield. And uh, this may be a little bit of the bias speaking, but I I do think, you know, especially in, in Super Bowls, you see teams most of the time come out kind of slow, kind of conservative. Every team's playing tight. Uh, that to me, that just means, you know, how much can we get on the ground? How many low risk plays can can we start off these drives with? And I, I think that just speaks right to Mixon. Well, and if you wa- if you watch. Uh, the Bengals play like every first play is always a run. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it just seemed like that's what they do. And that doesn't mean that Mixon will be efficient doing it, but there's no way that they're not going to feed Joe Mixon the ball on the other side of this. You know, Cam Akers is rushing yards prop right now is set at 63 and a half. And we were debating whether to use acres or chase in our other league. Um, We only get one week's worth of points. We do not get a multiplier. Um, but we are in 26th place out of 2,000 teams in the NFC, Eddie. This is a big choice. And right now we have Akers in there because the Bengals have surrendered 104 rushing yards per game in the postseason. However, Cam Akers has been astoundingly inefficient since returning. Now, we saw him have a couple good plays, and we were all watching him when he first came back. We're like, wow, this guy looks amazing coming back from an Achilles injury. Wow. But in reality, he's averaged 2.6 yards per attempt, and he's been useful in the receiving games. There's definitely points there. So I'm really tied up about, do we go Akers? Do we go Chase? I think I'm still leaning Akers because I think, even though there are also rumblings, we may see Daryl Williams back. There are little rumors about that in Vegas. Um, Should Kim Akers have ball security issues? We've talked about this before. There could be more Sonny Michelle, who's also been inefficient in the postseason, by the way. 
But this Bengals defense is one they should be able to run a little bit on. Um, Taking the under on the rushing yards prop, but kind of thinking Cam Akers stays involved at least in the passing game and could have a decent game. What do you think? Do we go Chase, who we we do think has a possibility, obviously a huge ceiling for Chase. I don't think there's a huge ceiling for Akers. But I'm also worried that he's just going to get shut down, double teamed. And I mean, he's good in man coverage. He's very good in man coverage. Yeah, so he, he is. Could. And he has been in all regular season. He was uh, one of the best in man coverage of, uh, up until a certain point. But I I, I still feel that it, it, at worst, I could see uh, Akers going for He'll still have, to me, 60, 70 rushing yards. I think he has a chance at a touchdown. He'll get some catch out of the backfield. I think he's going to have a solid game. I think his floor, his fantasy floor, is a lot higher than what Jamar Chase could be, would be. I'm just uh, – I'm kind of afraid. I could see – Chase maybe having like three, four catches, but not a lot of yards, like not really a big part of this game. Cause I don't think it's going to be necessarily that high scoring. We can get to our, our actual picks and the, and the total later, but I don't, I don't like, I just don't see it. Like, is there a chance that Chase could break one, like have a deep ball and take a of shot? Course. Of course th- there's a chance of that, but I think the, the consistent, like going to acres, acres out of the backfield. I think that to me is still the move. All right. So we're aligned on that daddy. We're like, we're close. We're very close in that. And then that's Pretty why good, we're doing, we that's why we're 27th out of uh, almost 3000. Cause we're, we're so, smart. Great minds. Fingers crossed. I, I hope we get it. I, I kind of, you know, I like to go around and sneak around at the other teams and see what they've got. And I, I think we have a chance um, because of where, our, which players we're going to get multipliers on versus which players they lost. So we've had Matt Stafford for a while now, mm-hmm. which is part of why we've done well. And we've also had Evan McPherson for multiple weeks, which by the way, Evan McPherson, the Bengals have scored 72 points in the postseason. Evan McPherson responsible for 40 of them. Four, zero. Four field goals, four for four in every single postseason game. The kid is nails, and I, I think he is a key to this team. And I was asking you earlier, because we're talking about, you know, props now, Um I found the prop is, I think, is an easy over for one and a half field goals for Evan McPherson. Sure. But since we know that Sean DeVay likes to defer a lot of times, um, if I'm thinking for, I was trying to look for a first score of the game to be Evan McPherson. That's what I was looking for. I couldn't find it anywhere. So if anybody finds that prop, please let me know. I think maybe it's on one of these large prop menus somewhere. So I got to go dig around some more. But we are having so much fun with these props. And if you guys out there have any really awesome props, including exotic props, including like what color Eminem's hair is going to be, whatever it is, we want to hear that. So please jump in. Let's just quickly talk about the game in general, and then we'll go back to some of our favorite props. And, and yeah, um, there might even be some singing on the podcast. So you guys don't want to turn the channel. Um, Or maybe you do. (laughs) Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. So let's talk about what are your who are you taking in the game? Like who, who what's your pick? Uh I've said like last I said general. last week on on a few shows I'm not going to I'm not going to sway for it. If you're getting the Bengals in this game, which should I think be a close game and you're getting them plus 4 points, I find it hard to take the Rams. I get the Rams are technically at home. They you know the players don't have to travel, they're in their own homes, they're you know their own locker room. Um, and that does make things a little bit easier, but 
to me, uh, a huge a huge factor of this, obviously, is just the unflappability of Joe Burrow. And it's like when he, you, you can never count him when he's down and out. He's always going to find a way. Stafford's been prone to throwing interceptions. And I understand, you know, the, the Rams defense should be better on paper. But the Bengals defense has had some good moments. Um, and I and, and the one other stat or, or something that I came across, and we could talk about this in terms of props after the Bengals have scored points in every single quarter of this entire playoff stretch. And that to me is huge because yes, there are some Super Bowls we've seen where the teams have scored an exorbitant amount of points. Um, But there are some, you know, kind of stinkers like the, you know, the new England and the Rams previous Super Bowl with McVay, the 13 to three, most of the time, a lot of these scores are are lower. They're in the twenties. Some, some teams in the teens, some teams can't even get out of the, the single digits when you're almost guaranteeing that you're going to score some kind of points because of how good Evan McPherson is going to be. And because of the Joe Burrow's ability to, to extend plays with his feet and find the open receiver and having a good running back like Joe Mixon, to me, it's very tough to, to bet against that. And also just seeing how some parts of the Rams, uh, you know, especially how shaky they were versus the Buccaneers. Uh, I, I'm, you know, if, and also with the 49ers too, if they had a better quarterback, who knows how that game is going to be. And I, I, it sounds like I'm poo-pooing the Rams. I would not be shocked. The Rams win, but I feel pretty good about the Bengals in this game and a close one. So I, I feel like, um, and maybe everybody's saying this, and this is a really tough thing to do and, uh, was able to do it last week, uh, which is thread the needle, take the Bengals plus the points. But if I'm making a money line pick, take the Rams, mm-hmm. so look at the Rams and there's just so many reasons to like their offense. I, and I love their coach. I think Sean McVay's fantastic. I love how he's galvanized them. We've seen OBJ be resurgent. There are not even words to describe Cooper cup at this point probably about to be named the offensive player of the year tonight. We shall, or sorry, tomorrow night, we shall see. Um, if not, he'll be a close second to Jonathan Taylor. And then we, the defense, right? Von Miller, Aaron Donald. And as we know, Joe Burrow sacked more than any other quarterback in the regular season, 51 times. And there was a postseason game where he was sacked nine times. Crazy. That being said, they won that game. They won the game where Joe Burrow was sacked nine times. So you can't just look at it and be like, oh, but he'll never be able to get past Von Miller. I don't know. This seems like a team of destiny. I think there are reasons they could even win this game. I do think that the Rams are the better team. I think they're the more complete team. But you cannot count out Joe Burrow in this game. They seem just, like I said, like a team of destiny. And what I think it will come down to is whether or not the Los Angeles Rams make mistakes. We, we've kind of seen over and over again, they'll even get out to a lead and they'll still win, but they blow it. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt Stafford tied with Trevor Lawrence for the most interceptions during regular season, 17. Okay, 17 interceptions, Joe Burrow 14, so he can make a mistake too. Their wide receivers tied for first in the NFL for the most drops with 21 and we've seen, as we've mentioned over and over again, ball security issues from Cam Akers that almost lost them a game versus Tampa Bay, which also they almost blew the lead in. Thank God for Cooper Cup, right? Coming back at the end of that game, making a big play. So can they win? Absolutely. But I feel like this game is probably going to be decided by a field goal. I do not think it's a blowout. And I think that four and a half point spread is too juicy. Sure. Um, you got to take the points. I do think the Rams can win. But this game really could go anyway. I'm with you that I am leaning to the under here. Um, yeah. When yeah. Earlier, this is hilarious. My boss, I, I, my boss said he wants the over. He likes a lot of points. It's 
And I said to him at Sports Illustrated, Bill, hey, Bill, if you're watching this. And I said, nah, I said to Fabiano, I said, I'm taking the under. He called me a communist. (laughs) I I said, I'm not a communist. I'm a capitalist. I want everyone to earn their own points. So, yeah, no, I I do think it's going to be a tougher defensive game. Again, both of these defense, two of the fewest penalized defenses in the NFL. So they're very, very disciplined. They're not going to cost themselves. They're not going to make mistakes like the Cowboys. You know, they're going to be disciplined, both teams. Um, I think it's going to be, uh, uh, I think it's going to be under 48 and a half. I liked it better when it's 50 and a half. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I feel way better if it's 50 and a half. But I, I could still see, I think, like a game, it'll be like a 24-20 uh, Bengals win. It's something where, like, the Rams right. have the ball late. They can't win by a field goal. Um, they need to get the touchdown. They don't get the touchdown and uh, the Rams win it. I, I could just picture, you know, Joey B holding up the Lombardi trophy. And, you know, Zach Taylor was kind of on the hot seat prior to the season. He was a guy from the McVay tree and they hired him to be an offensive genius. He was, I believe was the quarterbacks um, coach. And, and uh, you know, this, this is where he has to shine. This is where you just saying like Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, you could name a bunch of players in that Rams defense who are great and, they, and how bad the, the Bengals O-line is. Well, you had two weeks to prepare and you now need to be like, okay, well, we have to get the ball out of Burrow's hands very quickly. So I'm hoping that there's some kind of game plan where they're like, before, be. before Donald crushes you up the middle, before Von Miller comes behind you and swats it out of your hand, it's a quick, you know, one to three step drop, hit the open guy in the slot, just keep moving the ball down the field and hopefully a play will, uh, will break. And then when you're killing them with the pass, that's when the whole mix in running the, the ball uh, comes to infect or screen them, like screen with mix. And so I, I think, yeah, I, I really love it if we win the league. So, but I, I just think in terms of, uh, of watching these teams and what their strength is, like there is a way to kind of neutralize what the Rams do. And if there is a quarterback who's capable of pulling that off, it, I mean, it is Joe Burrow. It is Joe Burrow. And uh, to see the way that he's poised coming in this season off of a terrible knee injury, he had, this is only his first complete season in the NFL. And part of me says, I want to root for that. It's so awesome. I, By the way, I love his you know interview yesterday saying work in silence. Oh, my God. Awesome. He just gets it. He's a guy that gets it. Yeah. So right. He so gets it. And he should be a model for not just athletes, for everyone, for everyone that wants to be successful and whatever you do. Same thing when you're trying to be on Broadway, you know, just work in silence, just do your work. And then everyone will see. Could, can I just tell you, which reminds me just tiny pet peeve. One of my pet peeves um, is people bragging about how hard they work. And telling, oh, I've been grinding. I've been working. I've been grinding all the time on social media and stuff. And I'm like, if you were, then you wouldn't have to say this. Right. Like, <laughs> like you're doing it wrong. Like if somehow, you, sure. you know, you wouldn't feel the need to tell me or, or you're not working efficiently. Like something's wrong. So like, it's not a badge of honor to be miserable because you're working so hard. Working so hard is wonderful. But anyway, and I feel like that's what Joe Burrow was saying. Of course, he's working his butt off. But he doesn't feel the need to tell you that. He's just doing it. And the results are going to come. They're going to come. I'll I'll throw this out there. And you can call me crazy if you think. But winning that game in Arrowhead, coming down from 18 points in that environment, you could argue one of the better uh, home field advantages in all of football. 
versus playing in the Super Bowl. And I understand it's the Rams home stadium, but let's be honest, the Rams fans, the Rams fans couldn't fill it. Exactly. They couldn't fill it during the NFC championship. They're not going to fill it during the Super Bowl. And the cheapest ticket is what, like eight grand with the parking being the same. I mean, I know it's a bigger stage. I know more eyeballs are on it, but in terms of him, like he's not thinking about who's watching it on TV when he's there, he's, you know, in the moment, you, you could say that the winning that game in Kansas City in the cold weather, it's, it's going to be really warm here in Los Angeles, a lot tougher than than the game he's going to have to play this Sunday. So I, I you know, if you want to start throwing Super Bowl props and over with his passing stuff, I'm not going to go crazy and say that. I'm just saying that in terms of him being efficient and, and not being overwhelmed by the uh, by the stage, I think this is probably the easier game for him. I kind of do, too. Um, so I'm excited. If, if either quarterback wins, I'm happy. I honestly am because Joe Burrow is going to have a lot of chances. I mean, I don't want to be like, well, you have another ch- chance next year, kid. Cause you know, it's not that easy, but I really would love to see Matt Stafford win it too. And I do really like this Rams team. I do. Sure. I even like OBJ at this point, you know, I feel like his father deserves some accolades here. He should get some credit. So I, I like it. Um, speaking of passing yards, let me throw this one out at you. Stafford's line right now set at 279 and a half. You feeling the over or the under there? But just the on gut instinct. Oh, that is. And then I'll break down some of the numbers for you. I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, I feel like he he is gonna throw the ball. I mean, the guy almost threw for five thousand yards this year and on six hundred attempts. They they will throw the ball. I I could see that their points come through the air. Yeah, I could see that, especially if they're down which like I'm kind of predicting they're going to have to throw the ball. I could see almost in a, in a you know, not essentially garbage time, but in, in a losing effort, him having to ch- to chuck at the last few drives. I, I will, I'll take the over on that one. Okay. Barely, barely over. I mean, I, I'm with you. This is a really, really tough line. I think yeah. Vegas nailed this one. They did. Here's some stats to consider. <clears throat> um, this season, he's averaged 289.6 per game. So that is over. He's gone over this number in 12 of 20 games played this season. That's including postseason. <clears throat> but Cincinnati has allowed only 268 passing yards per game in the postseason. And that includes limiting to Patrick Mahomes to 275. Hmm. That's I think it comes down to this, and I think we will see it happen for the Rams once, is a big play touchdown. Like he'll connect on Odell or Cooper Cup or somebody on like a a has. Like if he if he connects on one like 40 plus yard touchdown, which I think is very possible, that's gonna make me feel a lot better about his passing yards over. Let me throw this prop out to you, see if you like it. Matt Stafford exactly one interception plus one sixty. Yes. Yes. I like it too. I, I I love that one. He's definitely. I think he's going to have, especially if they're down. He's going to have to throw the ball a lot. We're just saying they're, they're they their chunk of their scoring plays and yards are all through the air. Especially if Acres is tossed, uh, caught up the ball. If Sony Michelle is caught up the ball, they're not getting anything on the ground. He's going to throw the ball in the air. And we've seen like the Bengals this playoffs had a lot of opportune time interceptions. Like and and Stafford is a guy that will throw them. I I love that. I like that too. I, and I think I don't think he melts down. I don't think he throws two you know, interceptions, three interceptions. This is not like a meltdown, but I think he makes a mistake. And I also think that mistake could cost them or at least cost them the four and a half points. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, plus 160 for exactly one interception for Matt Stafford. I kind of dig that one. Here's another one I like. See if you like it. I like the player who scores the first touchdown 
um, has a jersey number of 23 and a half or under. So let me give you the jersey number breakdowns, okay? So here's who has a jersey number. Uh, Cam Akers, jersey number 23. Cup is 10. Cup is 10. Odell is Um, 3, right? Odell is 3. Stafford and Burrow are 1 and 8. Right. So they're they rush in any other single digit numbers. I mean, that's uh, so basically you're just betting against Mixon, Higgins, and Blanton. Jamar Chase is is, is one. Jamar Chase right? is one. Sorry, so Jamar that, Chase is one. Right. But I know Higgins is 85. I'm, I'm we're just listing players. Now. I I think the first touchdown is going to be a rushing touchdown. I think the Bengals will score first, and it'd be a field goal. It'll be a kick. So they're up three. I think the Rams will that's score. What I think too. I think the Rams will score on the ground, but it's going to be Sony Michelle or, or it's what number is Michelle? 28? Oh, so Sony Michelle would be uh, an over. I'm going to go. Michelle scores the first touchdown, uh, and that's going to uh, it's going to be over. They're going to have a, a solid drive, one of their best drives of the game, and they'll get the ball inside the five. And for whatever reason, they have they 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 sub out Cam Akers for Michelle. That's my. So that's then my pick. you actually get plus money for that bet. That's why. That's why. Minus I 140 if you take the under, which would be uh, also Van Jefferson's another one that falls right. on the under. Um, so Higgins, Mixon, Michelle, Boyd, P. Ryan, and Blanton. If any of those guys score first, the first touchdown, it's plus money. Or you got to, is there, you hope for a defensive touchdown, right? And most, most of the numbers will be over. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. or a defensive touchdown. <laughs> that's definitely possible in this game, too. Um, what do you think about? Um, some, well, we'll throw out some other props that you like. Do you have any, the one I already well, said, I liked Evan McPherson for the first if, if, if there's a prop, you can find the Bengals to score every quarter. I love that prop. I think having a kicker who is as I'm good sure as McPherson that. and it, I mean, at minimum a field goal a quarter, they're going to score. They're going to score a touchdown. The Bengals, they scored every single quarter this postseason. Like I said, I love that. If you can find it, another one I really like is, and I said this on a couple pods uh, last week too, is Odell Beckham throwing a, um, a pass initially. I don't. I. I I'm not sure if it's going to try for a, a home run, like a touchdown pass. But I could see a, a play, a Pick trickery play. sort of thing. And we have seen in Super Bowls as of late um, some trick plays. I think there was even a uh, like a flea flicker screen pass at the Bengals. Was that the Bengals that did that? So I think that like you're just prone to seeing uh, these sort of plays. And and Odell could throw. He threw when he's in the Giants. Uh, I believe he threw a couple touchdown passes too when he's on the on the on the Browns. So I could see a scenario where you have Stafford hit him and like you know, right on the line of scrimmage and then someone runs like a streak, whether it's cup or whoever, and then he throws it and, and I'll pick up a, a large chunk of yard. So if there's another, if there's a completion for Odell Beckham, I like that prop. If you are watching this live right now, please jump in with your favorite props. I want to crowdsource these, uh, give everybody lots and lots of chances to win and see where we can find value or, or things we really like and talk it out. Cause that's what we're here for um, to help your wagers become winners. So jump in if you have any props. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, there's no money to be made, for instance, on betting a Cooper Cup anytime touchdown. It's, right. it's used up to like 180. But there's lots of ways you can parlay these things. You know, maybe you want to parlay a Cooper Cup touchdown with uh, a Joe Mixon touchdown or something. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of ways you can pair these up. I think on a lot of sites like FanDuel, they have special deals for you as yeah. well. Some preset ones. So 
I have yeah. another because uh, well, we've been talking about Mixon so yeah. much, and I think he'll have the better game of the you know either team's running backs. Um, his lines at sixty two and a half right now. I'm seeing on, on Fanduel, and I know we're biased. I know we have him and our our team. We want to win our league. But I just think with either game script, with if they're if they're up and they want to kill some clock, I just think if especially if Burrow's tagging them in the air and they have a little bit of easier defensive front, where you know Mixon can pick up a couple chunks, especially on like maybe some draws and, and at a shotgun. I sixty two and a half. I'd be almost shocked if he didn't have like sixty five at minimum in this game. Do you have his receiving yards prop there? Is it still sure, like twenty five and a half, or has that moved? Uh, right now it mixes at actually 24 and a half. Even better. Oh yeah. yeah. I would take the over on that. That's kind of where I'm going with mixing. Cause I do think he'll get be involved in this game. I'm a little nervous about the 65 rushing, you know, 64 rushing yards. I think he'll have points, but they might be from a touchdown and through the air might be just a okay. little bit more, you know, divided out. And they have been using P Ryan a little bit more. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I just but, I feel like the early in this game, yeah. it's, it's going to keep it really tight. And I could see him even after like the first few drives or even close to halftime. I think near halftime, he'll be near like 50 yards. And if he's near 50 at halftime, he'll need 12 more, 12 oh and a half God. more yards. I would feel pretty good about that. I'll be so happy, Eddie. Eddie, where are you watching the Super Bowl? I'm doing it at my house. Uh, luck, uh, unfortunately, was not uh, you know given any free tickets by anyone or asked anyone. All my uh, NFL friends didn't want to to come through for me, but it's it's fine. I'll I'll, uh, I'll have a uh, mini party here with the, a few friends. I'm going to order some food. If you're near uh, where I live, uh, Bay City's Deli uh, on Link and a little prom, free promo for them. Amazing sandwiches. If you need a place to pick it up. And uh, it'll be fun here just uh, watching the, the the flat screen. It's going to be a nice weekend. Open up the, the balcony door. We could stand outside while you want right. to watch it. So it, it'll it'll be almost as good as Inglewood's uh, uh, SoFi Stadium, which is like 10 minutes from where I live. And it is going to be a gorgeous weekend here in L.A. And I think that's really important uh, when you start thinking about the novelty props. Mm-hmm. Strange, strange transition there, Jen. But um we do have a little comment here from Twitch from uh, Juice. Uh, the the field goals for one and a half. Yeah, I'm I'm with that too. It does seem uh, definitely easy. I think it'd be a lot of field goals, especially with how prone the Bengals are to scoring. McPherson is one of the best kickers in the league, emerging as one of the best kickers in the league, and uh, the Rams themselves don't have a, a bad kicker as well. So I think there'll be a lot of field goal kicks. I just I'd be shocked if this game is going to be like an all touchdown in the 40s. Like I just don't necessarily I agree. see that. I agree. I, 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 it is a lot of juice to squeeze a yeah. uh, hundred, you know, minus minus one fifty two. but I agree. Like again, every postseason game four field goals, he has 40 of the Bengals postseason 72 points. Mm-hmm. And if we believe it's going to lean towards the under, which you and I both do, that says uh, some of the scores are going to be field goals. Cause I do think these defenses are pretty good and they can limit the other side. Um, so I agree. It is a lot to pay, but I would probably do it with you guys. Uh, I like that one. Thanks for jumping in juice. Jump in anytime. Um, So it's going to be beautiful weather and I want to kind of jump over to the novelty props. Okay. Because I love novelty props and this is why I I just recently um, read the press release from the American Gaming Association. I wrote it up a little bit over at Sports Illustrated. They are estimating a $7.6 billion to be wagered on the Super Bowl this year. That's up $3.3 billion from last year. It's a 78% increase. Now, we know that a lot of that is because states have legalized sports betting and people are going Mm -hmm. online and stuff, but it's also because people are betting at home and they're betting with each other and in office pools, they're counting all that in. 
And one of the fun things about the Super Bowl is it's not just the Super Bowl, it's an event, right? There's the halftime, there's commercials, there's the whole thing. And even like, if you don't like football, like when I lived in New York, all my Broadway friends would be like, oh wait, I heard that there's an Eminem concert and there might be football. You know, like that's how they saw it. And they loved it. They would totally watch that game. And it's fun to bet on things like, what color will Snoop Dogg's shoes be? You know, things like this are super fun. Will the first commercial be Doritos? Or Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So just in the light of that, I wanted to kind of talk about what would be some fun novelty props and why we come up with them. So the why I was talking about the great weather is one of the props is what will be, let me pull up the primary color for Mickey Guyton's dress. Oh, now you might cool. say, who is Mickey Guyton? A lot of people have. She is going to be the one singing the national anthem this year. We're going to get more into that later. Um, but right now the main color for her dress, if it's white pays 350 red, 375 yellow, 400 black, 450 gold, 650 blue, 550 orange, 850 purple, 900 green, 900 brown, 1000. I have a clear, uh, pick here. What do you think will be Mickey Guyton's primary dress color? I, I should probably ask the Megan's this. I am. I am. I was like trying to. I would be great to know somebody in her circle. Just that's why they cap these props. You can't make a right. ton of because it's like an. It's clearly an inside thing. And I was like checking her bio, and I was like, oh, is she like where is she from? Like I don't know. I unfortunately don't know much about her. But I'm like, is she from maybe Southern California? Like where she wear a blue or a yellow for the Rams, or is she from Ohio? Would she wear like a you know a black or an orange to give uh, the the Bengals some love? And then you said the weather, and if it's going to be hot, usually you wear lighter colors, right? If it's very, very warm out. But I mean, I, I think, I don't think it's going to be white. I don't think it's going to be the favorite. I think it's going to be a color. I, I think it still will be a predominantly black outfit with some other designs or colors. And I think you said black was like four fifty. I feel okay with it being black because by then. It'll they'll probably make the stadium like dark and it'll fit with like the you know the whole theme of what they're doing inside with the lights. I'm I'm gonna go black. Okay, you're gonna go black. I am gonna go white. Okay, I am gonna go with the favorite because she's coming from Nashville. It's a little cool there this okay. time of year. It's gonna feel warm here. I did some research of pictures of her in dresses. She does seem to wear quite a few white ones and she looks very striking in them. And I think she's going to avoid wearing either team's colors. I think she's going to avoid blue and gold. And I think she's going to avoid orange. Now, black obviously doesn't matter. But I think black is going to be too dark and depressing. Um, So the only other option I could kind of see is red because it's a little bit patriotic. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that's good. But but it says primary dress color. So remember, like she could have a pattern or a stripe or a skirt. So I'm kind of leaning white here. Okay. If you don't know who Mickey McGuyton is, um, she is a country singer, actually. And so we have this year one of the lowest ever times for the Star Spangled Banner. It is set at 95 and a half. So that is one minute and 36 seconds if you take the over. Mm-hmm. So I know that a lot of people look at that and they're like, Oh, it's got to go over. It's going to go way over because they think about the long riffs and all of this and Whitney Houston version, Whitney Houston's version and duets and blah, 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 blah. But if you go check out Mickey Guyton on YouTube, she does them in like 86 seconds, 
88 seconds. She does them mm. really fast. And the kind of singer that she is, is a country singer. And country singers are generally known more for their storytelling, right? Um, so not necessarily all the riffs and the dramatics and all of that. But I did find one where she took the alternate high note on free. And I found one where she embellished at the end. Now, in those, she had an orchestra behind her, so they were pushing the tempo. When you're in a stadium with an echo and your acapella, you can do whatever you want. So what I did was I recorded myself singing it three times and I timed it and I tried to do it as fast as I could. That was reasonable if I was performing. And, um, and I came in over 95 and a half twice and I was able to get it under once. It is definitely possible she can get it under. It is not a smash for it to be over. But I do think I would do the under because as I was doing it, look, I put in one embellishment, I put in a high note. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to hold brave strongly at the end. And the one that I posted on my Twitter, if you guys saw it, I did not breathe before the word brave. And it went under six and a half seconds because I saw on one recording, she did not breathe. Now I will tell you, I have sung the national anthem many times in stadiums and blah, 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 blah. I've also coached it and I've coached singers for America's Got Talent and things like that. If I were coaching someone to sing, and I think she'll probably have coaches and recommend people there because singing in the stadium is different. I would tell her to stop and take a breath before brave and hit it really big, whether she's embellishing or just holding out because by then the crowd is going crazy, doing nuts and it's all amped up and you have that energy. And so I'm leaning towards the over on six and a half. The only catch would be if she gets nervous. I did see a couple of recordings where she looked nervous too. Well, Jen, I have to say that that is the most in-depth research in the history of anything uh, sports-related, podcast history, amazing stuff. And, yes, yeah, so we all listened to the awesome renditions you did. I have a question mm-hmm. as, like, somebody who I enjoy music, love going to the live shows. But, and, you know, for her doing her concerts or something, she I, I feel like that's more – obviously, your nerves you, – you have your nerves kind of up a bit, but you're more comfortable because it's, like, your own show. Yes, this yeah. is – Right. And this is a different thing where it's a, it's the nation song. It's just in a football stadium. The biggest one, I might add that a lot of eyeballs on her. Does that make you like, would you speed it up? I know you said there's an echo and you're kind of by yourself in the stadium, but wouldn't you, don't your nerves always make you speed things up or am I wrong in that thought process? No, not in, not in this case, your nerves would make you slow down. Um, Now here's the thing, the kind of singer she is, she would be wise if she was nervous to try to keep it up because then you won't feel it in your breath. However, what happens is when you start to hear that echo come back, it really throws off your timing of where you are because it's, it's a long delay. And then you start listening to that and you feel off and you start to slow down Hmm. because you're like, what, what, what's going on now? She may have an earpiece and way, and she may be very disciplined and able to just stay with her own tempo, but it's difficult. It's really difficult. And singing the national anthem, we have to always be nice to people who do it because it is it is really, really tricky. And to assume that you're always going to start on the exact right pitch for you because it's so rangy, it is hard to sing. The easiest way to make it sound good is to do it fast um, because then if you don't hit a note well, then you just kind of get off it and you move through it. Okay. So if she's really nervous, she may try to push it. Absolutely. But the 95 and a half, you know, people are looking at it and be like, there's no way it's going to go way over. 
I think it will go over. I don't think it's going to go way over because of the her style. Now, Eddie, we have had requests for you to sing the national anthem. I mean, I could sing, but like, I don't time me because I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to even have like, it anywhere you're close. You're a regular to... person. Let's just say you're a regular person. Let's just say, <clears throat> just do. I'm just going to stop. Watch you just from where you start. Let me just tell you how long it takes. Not the whole thing. Just start, and then we'll compare it to how quickly I would do it. Uh, and by the way, I would say if I were a professional singer, I wouldn't try to do it too quickly because that's my moment. <laughs> like, I, I, I would take a little time and do a few things. But I'll say this before I start: Do not use me as a frame of reference. Anyone Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, no one use me as a, a frame of reference. Uh, to place your bets. Everything that Jen's the professional, everything that, that Jen said was well-researched uh, and from years of hard work, that's the, that's you base it off of. But the my awful rendition as a, a regular, uh, uh, just a guy singing, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a whirl. <clears throat> oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming. That, so that was 13.2 seconds. I will go the same length and see how long it takes me. Could you tell by the beginning couple sentences, like, you you know automatically it's going to go over or under as a, as a singer? Not necessarily, because what will happen is, is as you get in there, you'll start going, And the rocket's regular! You'll start, like, taking gotcha. your time and, like, getting all into your song. You know what I mean? So not necessarily. Okay, so let's see. Let me try. Um, so we'll see if it takes me 13.2. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? 17 seconds. So you went four over me. And did oh, it seem man. fast to you, I, or did I, it seem slow? No, I mean, I thought it, I thought you were going to be less time than me. That was right. that was weird. It's really, it, it's really so. Like there is a difference. Like when you hear like a, a singer who's done it before, like that was me really pushing it because normally people go, "Oh, say can you see?" Right. That's what you usually would get. So she's going to send, send it a little bit more at the tempo. I just did it based on what I found it on YouTube. It's going to come in. If she can keep it there, it'll come in around 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, but I think she should take a little more time. I think she will. So I'm still, what I'm saying is I'm betting the over, but it is not a smash. It is not a smash. Has it ever, as in recent memory, I don't know what put you on the spot, has it ever been um, to you like a home run bet? Like you knew the artist, you're like, you knew definitely over, definitely under. <laughs> you know, it should have been a definitely over with Christina Aguilera, uh, but then she forgot. The, she missed lines. Yes. Right, right, <laughs> I do remember that. Okay. So that should have been a smash. It, it's, you know, they're actually pretty good at this. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's going to, I think it's going to be over 95 okay. and a half. I'm, I, look, I'm betting over. I think I, I, nothing has been more research than that. So I'm, I think everyone listening, viewing, uh, bet the over there. I think it's over, but I will say it is possible. I, as I said, I watched her YouTube. She got it under, she got it under multiple times. I just think it's going to be really tricky with an echo in a stadium and with all eyes on you. Um, I, oh, I, I know Mickey, if you're watching this, I'm sure you're not. Um, don't let the nerves get you girl. Enjoy it. Like have fun. 
I'll just send her my rendition and be like, look, you're going to do better than this. So don't, no pressure <laughs> whatsoever. Um, Gatorade color. Oh, I have this one mapped out. And I'm not sure if somebody came across with the, with the same thought process, but I, I think I have one. Okay. Give it to me. If the Bengals, it's been orange most of the years recently. So if the Bengals win, I feel like it'd be insane to have not orange on their sideline, right? If their main color is orange. Whereas if the Rams win, I could see it either being the blue for them, but the blue is a little bit lighter or just the yellow lemon lime, which I guess is probably the, you know, it's the original Gatorade flavor. And it's probably more in line with their like highlighter color. So I think Rams win yellow orange is if the Bengals win. So depending on who you feel is going to win, bet that color. That's my thing. So who do you think? So which color are you betting? Orange, because I think, I think the Bengals will win. I think the Bengals are going to win. So you're betting orange. I'm kind of going clear here. Wow. But that's kind of a lame answer, I guess, but kind of feeling the clear. Is clear um, water or is there a clear Gatorade flavor that I've just never seen in a store? I think that sometimes it's water. The color of the liquid that's first on them is sometimes water oh. instead of Gatorade. Okay. So I'm going to be clear. Okay. Commercial to play first. Quick books or Taco Bell? Ooh, Taco Bell probably over the, yeah. Taco Bell, right? There'll be food. It's yeah. plus money. Yeah. It's plus 150. Why? I, I don't know. I, it's they must know something we don't know. Okay, so we, we, we agree on that. Um, it, clear is plus 300. Yellow is plus 400 for our liquid color. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Teammates, God, city, family, coach, owner, none of the above. I know a lot of people like to say, you know, they thank God and, and Jesus and stuff, but I think – no matter who wins on either side, they're going to, it's going to be like a, we thing, like we did this, like, thanks to everyone okay. in the locker room. And I think it's going to be the team. Agree. 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 Um, we did Jersey number first touchdown score. Um, let's do, Oh, will Eminem wear a hat, a hood, a bandana or nothing on his head during the halftime appearance? He's, He's going a hat, and this is my version of uh, inside info, but I used to work at SiriusXM, and I have seen Eminem in person a lot um, because he worked uh, the Shade 45 channel is his, and every time I've seen him in the New York City offices, always wearing a hat. So I feel like a hat's his go-to. Hat's his go-to. Yeah. First song to be performed at the halftime, The Real Slim Shady, California Love, Family Affair, Drop It Like It's Hot, Humble, Still Dre. Hmm. Is still D-R-E. California love would be biased in my opinion because of the Rams. So I'm not sure if they want to, it seems like they're leaning towards them. Is there like a field option? Cause I thought if, if Eminem no comes on field here. Okay. Cause if Eminem comes on first, I feel like it's got, it's gotta be lose yourself. Not, I feel like that has to be the number one, like the intro song to get people going. I don't, I think the first song, if it's not, if you can't pick field, I guess the most widely, maybe I go with California love just because the Super Bowl and brand new stadium. Maybe they're just not, not like a Rams bias, but just paying homage that we're here in Southern I like California. It. Yeah. I like it. Um, that one pays. Let's see. Plus two, two, five. Not a bad one. Um, who will be shown first during the FTX commercial? Steph Curry, Tom Brady, Giselle or Shohei Otani? Uh, I think 
it's I mean out of that uh it's I have between Brady or Steph, but because of the Super Bowl uh and maybe they were hoping if this commercial was done, you know, X amount of months ago, if they were hoping that Tom Brady made it, I, I'm gonna go Brady. Will Joe Burrow be compared to Macaulay Culkin? Uh, yes or no? Is this it's an NBC game? Yeah. Trying to think how how fun how much fun the like do Al and and Chris Collins would have like would they reference a pop culture thing I'd feel like more confident if like Nance and and Romo did it um, I don't think they will Yeah no money to be made on that one so yeah. we're not taking that bet You only going to take it if you want Will they show Joe Burrow smoking a cigar Yes That pays plus five fifty there's definitely be like a screenshot of like, they'll you need definitely to take make the, that bet. You need to take that bet right now. Could you, you honestly think is it, well, how does that work? Does it, I don't know if they have the details. Like it has to be from kickoff to the whistle blowing at zero. sometime from during the game. The final whistle. I think there'll be some, especially These if they're commercials and halftime don't count. Okay. If they're winning the game, especially in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, they'll bring up him winning at LSU and the Heisman and the, the famous and LSU the tape, pick. Right? Exactly. And they have to, they'll have to show the picture. They'll have the, the B-roll. Yeah. So if you believe in the Bengals, that's a fun bet, you guys, plus 550. There's a ton more out there. There is just so many. There are so many, so many, so many bets out there. There's no way to not play this game. We give you a lot of player props, but you don't have to stick with player props. You can stick with all of these uh, exotic props or novelty props or whatever you want to call them. Um, And DFS. We're going to have DFS. I'm I'm actually going to put out a quick DFS video for everybody. There's obviously not a lot to pick from one game. It's basically just a single game slate, but just throwing some ideas out there early that I think uh, you could get really contrarian and throw a defense in your captain spot, which could be fun if you're in a big, big tournament. Um, Because as we've said, you know, Donald and Von Miller should be able to get to Joe Burrow uh, a few times. And that, that could add up. Doesn't mean we think the Rams necessarily will win because of that, but you could accumulate a lot of points on the other side. You know, who knows? Matt Stafford has been known to throw a pick six or two. So even Cincinnati defense could be an interesting play. We're still looking at injuries. We don't know if Tyler Higby's going to play or not yet. Kendall Blanton could be someone to keep an eye on. CJ Zoma looks like he's going to try to play and uh, otherwise it will be Drew Sample again. The other guys are all uh, great. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm picking between Stafford and Burrow. Probably going to pick Stafford for my quarterback because I think um, Cincinnati has more creative ways to score. Uh, They score a lot with field goals. They have Joe Mixon, et cetera, et cetera. So, I would probably go Matt Stafford if I'm picking between the two, but I will dig in a little bit more and get you guys out a video on Friday. How about Friday? Friday works. Friday works. We'll do that. Um, Any final thoughts, Eddie? More props? Yeah, I'll throw out, I think, uh, a fun exotic one that I was looking at. We talked about the halftime show a bit was I – We've seen in the past when a certain artist was announced and like other special guests kind of came on stage with them. This one, they kind of announced a lot of them ahead of time. I feel like there's definitely going to be a collaborative song. So I think you make money if you bet all of them on stage performing at the same time. That's a no brainer. I, um, I agree. I think because, you know, it, I've been pushing the Bengals to win this game. I, I find it unless like Joe Mixon has a, a 150 yard game, multiple touchdowns. I, I don't see a scenario where Joe Burrow doesn't win Super Bowl MVP. I know that's not a fun answer because you don't win a ton of money on that. Um, The Rams, I think if you are pushing for the Rams to win, I think there's a lot more of a chance to see a Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham 
maybe maybe Good, Aaron yeah. Donald. Like you have other options, I think that are that are there. So that those are my pick for MVP, but I I do think uh, Burrow wins that one. And uh, I I want to two two questions for you, Jen. Number one is if, yeah. if 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 there is a crazy pick to win Super Bowl MVP, just a player having a, a monster day, like a dark horse. I want to know who you think it would be, either offense or defense, or maybe Evan McPherson. And it, number two is like I know we're both saying the under, and it'll be a relatively close game. The line is a pretty good line at, at, at the Bengals getting four. Um, do you think it's going to be an actual good game or just a game that ends that's just close? Because I feel like we've been so spoiled lately and some of these Super Bowls as of late have not been great. And I, I part of me feels like our luck kind of ran out with how good the games yeah, have been. That's a good question. Okay. So first of all, Evan McPherson is still my guy. Uh, plus 15. So like four field goals, five field goals. Sal said like four, four field goals. And one of them has to be like a 60 yarder. I feel like he could do that. Like, yeah, I feel okay. like that's, in, that's possible. And, but it's not even just like that one of them has to be a 60 yard. I mean, it could be, it's more that they could be at the right time. Like maybe he takes them into overtime and a then he's one. the first yeah. one to score. Like he literally wins the game for them. And he's done that multiple times or he brings it back to tie or he, he is what puts them ahead both times that they go ahead. You know, there's just a lot of different ways and he's done it and he's totally nailed. So I like that. But also the other one I like is T Higgins because I think everybody's thinking chase, chase, chase. But as you said, I think they might, they'll try to find a way to lock down chase and that's going to let T Higgins run free. And we've seen him have monster games as well. So I could totally see that happening as far as another, you know, long shot. Um, as far as the game, I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a great game, you know, right? it's certainly not going to be as good as Kansas city, Buffalo. Will any game ever be that good? Um, hilariously like i found this bet online that was like who will the coin toss make caller make the correct call and i was like that feels like a loaded question how about you ask josh allen (laughs) that's great yeah no you're Um, definitely right about that so yeah i think it will be a good game but as i'm predicting it to go under you know i don't think it's going to be spectacular i think it will be a close game i'm feeling like 21 to 17 kind of thing. Okay. Wow. So you're in less points than I am. So I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing doing 24, 20. You're doing, okay. So a four point difference. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I I hope that's not the case. I want, I don't, I don't want to be a communist as Bill and Wright called me. I want a lot of points for everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, defense does win championships and you know, neither of these teams have actually had blowout postseason wins. Right. Exactly. These are not the two teams that put up bazillion points. That was the Chiefs and the the Bills. You know, not these two teams. They won by fairly small margins. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Exa- and both teams just find a way to win if they have to, it's which is find a, a way to win. We're so, scrappy. Really, I'll, <laughs> take away that Cardinals game with the Rams. Every other game right. they played, and the Bengals too. Right. All their games, it's just like scratching and clawing how to win this game. So it'll be. I think it'll be close, but I'm not sure because I feel like the casual fan wants. Like you have to be in the thirties on each side for it to be a good game. I feel like a yeah. low scoring game. If it's a lot of field goals, uh, a lot of defensive performance that stop drives, it's just going to be one of those things like, yeah, it was fine. It was close, but it wasn't a great game. And you're right. Like we, we can't really match it up to what we, we just saw the, the, the previous few weeks. Yeah. That's how I feel. So yeah, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I can't wait to recap it with you uh, next week. Everybody, we will not be live on Wednesday because I will be uh, speaking at a conference in Las Vegas about um, 
fantasy sports gaming, uh, more of this. So I'll be doing this at this time, actually, but just not on the podcast. But we'll find another time to come at you guys next week and, and wrap it all up. What happened with the Super Bowl? There, There's hardly implications for next year's fantasy season. We've got new coaching everywhere. Miami, we've got the Lovey Smith hire. Uh, we got the, the Saints um, made an unspectacular move. I mean, we, we've got we've got a lot going on. So yeah. there is stuff to talk about. There's always fantasy football to talk about. We'll try to get back with you guys next week, wrap it up, put a bow on it, and maybe even start looking forward to next season a little bit because it's always fantasy season. In the meantime, you guys, root for us. Extra points. Extra points, root for us in the playoff league. Uh, you want waiver wired to win. Waiver wired, not anybody else. I, th- I, I think we're going to do it, Eddie. We're going to do it. I, I, I feel good wanna, about it. If you want to play with us, um, if you are willing to potentially drink Scott's bathwater uh, for the chance to win $1,000, please go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. Um, and I, I do hope you win. In the meantime, everyone, uh, eat lots of junk food. Have a lot of fun, place a lot of stupid bets, and uh, enjoy the football.